The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. There's a question at this time of the year I always find difficult answering. It's the following question. How was your Christmas and New Year's? I know what everybody means, and all of us know what people are assuming by that question. We always have expectations for the holiday season. How was the family and friends? How was the meal? How were the gatherings? Did we travel? Did we stay around? And always, though, that answer seems just never to be good enough. How do you encapsulate the entire meaning of the Christmas season into a few words? But anytime we have expectations, whether that be for the coming weekend, for our job, for school placement, or for anything, we're going to start rating our experiences. And by rating them, we come up with different ways in which to describe how good or bad or mediocre that experience was. Rating systems are very popular. In fact, in preparing for this homily, I decided to look at the reviews and ratings of our parishes in our family of parishes. It's quite funny. You go on, and as you know, online, you have those five-star ratings for things. Restaurants or places to shop, and churches and schools as well have these ratings. Google reviews or Amazon reviews, and people can go on there just anonymously or as local guides like tourist uh, helpers around in the area to tell us how they experienced their visit. So I looked up a few from Good Shepherd Parish that brought a smile to my face. A big, beautiful, spacious church so you don't feel like sardines. 
Four out of five stars. <laughs> Beautiful railings. Three out of five stars. I'm assuming it's those. When I arrived today, I looked all over for other railings. We're on the same ground floor as planet Earth here, so uh, well done whoever did the railings. It really impressed a visitor here. Somebody else, no comment, one star. Kind of wondered what went on there, what happened. And then another comment, great priests, wonderful preaching, comfortable churches, awesome music. And I looked at the name, Father Mark Poulin. <laughs> he's a local guide, by the way, so I want to see what other places he's raided along the way. What I did notice, though, in the 84 reviews we have for our church and parish community is there's a tremendous difference between the comments and feedbacks of members and people who experience life here at Good Shepherd and in our Windsor Lake St. Clair Catholic Family Parishes on a regular basis and our expectations, and then people who might be just visiting or passing through or were here for a baptism or for a wedding or a funeral, but don't get the fullness of the experience of life of faith in our community. Well, if we were to rate the Epiphany season or this Feast of the Epiphany with the stars, it would be a one-star event. You get it? The one star over the crash. That took like three days this week, folks, to put that together. <laughs> it's an experience of our faith that we can't rate. And what would life be like if we could just experience things without having to judge or rate them? Wouldn't that be a beautiful thing? It got me wondering if we were able to just go for a visit somewhere and just experience it without having to have one to five stars, to just enjoy Christmas or New Year's for the fact of the great gift it is of sharing time with family and friends, whether it's good or awkward or even a tough one. Maybe we're mourning a loss of a loved one this year or going through a difficult time. What if we were just able to kind of experience that life that God has to give to us and see what tomorrow brings? I think it'd be a great way to live. The wise men experienced this. They indeed had great expectations. They did their homework. They had lots of questions. As these magi, these Persian kings from the east, fixed out the stars and figured things out and knew that this bright star meant something, this one star event, that led them on the road to leave the comfort of their country and homeland to head to see where this star brought them. And as you heard, if you're paying attention to the details of the gospel, is that the star wasn't always there, leading them directly to the child in Bethlehem. It disappeared, it came again. And so they kind of had to trust and had to leave that comfort of where they were in order to encounter Christ the Lord. They asked King Herod when they arrived into Jerusalem, where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and we have come to pay him homage. They are the ones allowing the star to guide them and lead them to that fullness of that experience of life, meaning and being able to meet in Jesus the fullness of life, love, and truth. Contrast that with King Herod, who is filled with fear at the news of a newborn king. He's afraid because his power is corrupt. It's built on a whole slew of injustices, and he knows it. Otherwise, why would he be afraid, right? If he was leading a just kingdom of peace and goodness and righteousness, 
No other people would be a rival threat to his power and kingdom. Everybody would love him and never want to see him leave as a king. All of Jerusalem is frightened with him because the injustices are very well known and they're afraid what Herod will do to others if his power is threatened. One spiritual writer said, the wise men's minds were open to the skies and to the stars. Herod's mind was closed in his skull and there's no stars there. <laughs> there's an image. But that one star brought the wise men, the Magi, much joy. They were overwhelmed with joy when they saw that the star had stopped over the place of the newborn king. And when they arrived, it was not a king's palace that they found. It was not even a five-star hotel. It was probably a simple home. Mary and Joseph and the Christ child are no longer in the stable in Bethlehem, as the experience of the Epiphany probably was several days or weeks later, and I'm sure somebody brought them into their home in Bethlehem. A distant family member, perhaps, a friend, a bystander, or just somebody of goodwill. But they allowed that star to allow them to experience joy simply by pointing out the road to that fullness of life, love, and truth, who is Christ. Just the fact that they were on the right path and the right road in their lives brought them so much joy that they were overwhelmed. When they met and entered the house, they knelt down to pay him homage. This is an experience of adoration. Come, let us adore him. Adoration is a big word and theme all throughout the Christmas season. But what does it mean exactly? It's to live that experience of life with Christ without rating it, without rating the prayer experience and saying, well, that was a good prayer time, or five star, or one star, or three star. It's simply being in the presence of the living God. It comes from the Latin word ad ore, mouth to mouth. So when we're in a time of adoration before our manger scenes or just a powerful experience of prayer, even before Eucharistic adoration, when we have those opportunities in our churches, it's like God the Father is giving us divine CPR, breathing new life in us. We're connected right to our source of life, God himself. And this is what the Magi experienced. The wise men experienced this deep form of adoration of prayer, so much so that they knew that nothing they could give this child could add to love and greatness. And the gifts that they give of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, know that they know Jesus doesn't need these. And besides, they're the most impractical gifts for a newborn baby and its parents. They're meant to symbolize externally who the child is internally, gold for the king, frankincense for the divinity of Christ, and myrrh for his humanity that'll be used as an oil in his embalming after being taken down on the cross and to anoint the body. I invite all of us as we begin 2023 to go on the one-star road together with the wise men. This January, once again, we start up another season of our discipleship pathway. So beginning January 16th, we have three different opportunities, all depending on where you're at in the road of faith, just beginning, well on in the road, or just needing a bit of newness, freshness, or other people to support you in the journey. We have some great opportunities on this road of discipleship together, and we only need one star to rate it and to bring it to home to Christ himself. Alpha, that beginning sense of the journey, allows us to encounter Christ and to allow the faith to be kindled or to re-encounter Christ again. 
this series of videos and conversations and of faith journey allows us to really begin again and open ourselves up to the power of God's grace. Discovering Catholicism is a second step of the journey further down the road. Maybe you want to discover a bit more about the sacraments, the life of faith found in the church. That is another series that will be started with those further along in the journey and also those preparing for baptism, confirmation, and Eucharist at the Easter Vigil. And then finally, there's the Connect groups, groups in which we can choose a little dimension or perspective of our faith that we want to grow in in 2023. Maybe learn more about the scriptures, the catechism, the lives of the saints, social justice teachings. The list goes on and on and different connect groups allow us to connect with other people on the journey to support us in our way of disciples. Imagine if all of us recommit ourselves to this journey on this one-star road this year. Imagine what it was like to experience this journey leading us to Christ and allowing us to be freed from all of those judgments of different expectations and simply receive full adoration with Jesus, Him fulfilling the deepest desires of our hearts. Maybe then when people ask, how was our Christmas and New Year's? We'll say it was one star, but that one star exceeded all of our expectations and brought me deep faith, hope, and love. <laughs>